Hello everyone, and welcome to Reading with Christine Figs. I'm your host, Christine, and I am so happy you are here with me today. Today we will be talking about my most recent read, Seven Days in June by Tia Williams. The description goes like this, seven days to fall in love, 15 years to forget, and seven days to get it all back again. Brooklynite Eva Mercy is a single mom and best-selling erotica writer who is feeling pressed from all sides. Shane Hall is a reclusive, enigmatic, award-winning literary author who, to everyone's surprise, shows up in New York. When Shane and Eva meet unexpectedly at a literary event, sparks fly, raising not only their past buried traumas, but the eyebrows of New York's black literati. What no one knows is that 20 years earlier, teenage Shane and Eva spent one crazy, torrid week madly in love. They may be pretending that everything is fine now, but they can't deny their chemistry or the fact that they've been secretly writing to each other in their books ever since. Over the next seven days in the middle of a steamy Brooklyn summer, Eva and Shane reconnect. But Eva's not sure how she can trust the man who broke her heart, and she needs to get him out of New York so that her life can return to normal. But before Shane disappears again, there are a few questions that she needs answered. With its keen observations of Black life and the condition of modern motherhood, as well as the consequences of motherlessness, Seven Days in June is by turns humorous, warm, and deeply sensual. Truthfully, I don't know where to begin with this book because it absolutely rocked me. I guess first I should start with trigger warnings, which should include self-harm and addiction. So like I've said in the past, if that is a trigger for you, then no worries at all. Skip this book and episode and come back to the next one that I talk about. But if that's not a trigger for you and you're sticking around, then let's dig into it. This is a love story, one that makes you question whether teenage love could thrive in adult life. Shane and Eva each have dark and traumatic childhoods, which makes it no surprise that as lonely teenagers, they would find a safe space in each other's arms. However, life had other plans for them. And when I tell you the reason why these two are separated is so wild that when I read it, I yelled out, what? And then closed the book and put it in timeout for four hours. (laughs) I then called my best friend Liz and basically screamed at her about the big reveal and then thought about it nonstop until I caved and opened the book again. (laughs) When Eva and Shane reunite 15 years later as completely different people, sparks fly, but is there room in their current lives for an old love, bringing up secrets from the past or addressing old wounds, especially when the one person who knows you best in the world also knew you way back when? That's what this book is about. And it literally, can't believe I'm going to admit this, but I'm keeping it real. It literally had me dreaming of men from my past where I had the same conversations with them that Shane and Eva did. Catching up on time apart and undressing old wounds. If you read this, you will think about any unfinished business you might have with people. I can promise you that. You'll also fall completely in love with Shane. That's just a fact. You'll also fall in love with Eva. You can't help it. Oh, and you'll definitely fall in love with Audra, Eva's 12-year-old daughter that makes you laugh out loud while reading this book. She's amazing on every level. Also, something else happened with this book that's never happened before. I would find myself thinking about the words the main characters said to each other long after I finished reading. That's not a surprise. But when I would pick it up again, I would reread the last section of them talking. Like I wanted to relive it before I continued on with the story. 
It happened nonstop throughout the book, which is why it took me two weeks to read this book when it would normally take me a day to finish. The reading was so, I'm sorry, not the reading, the writing was so well done. And their conversations with each other were electric. There's no other way to describe it. The chemistry jumped off the page that most of the time it felt like I was eavesdropping on their conversation, which is a testament to T.O. Williams's writing. So many sentences and passages that I loved are marked in my book because when she writes, it's real. It's impactful because I don't know, it's just all so incredibly human. At one point she writes, and therefore our main character says, I've spent so much time being scared, scared of digging too deep into who I really am for fear of what I might find, what ghosts I might confront, secrets I might uncover, better to bury it all. I thought I couldn't be a successful person if I had demons, but what fully realized person doesn't? No one expects men to be flaw-free. Women are expected to absorb traumas, both subtle and loud, and move on, shoulder the weight of the world, But when the world fucks with us, the worst thing we can do is bury it. Embracing it makes us strong enough to fuck the world right back. (laughs) Yeah, so powerful. (laughs) I absolutely love this book from beginning to end. It made me laugh, cry, and fall in love. So if after all of that, you're interested in picking up this book for yourself, I've added it to my Reading with Christine Figgs online shop. The link is in my bio. And if you read it... (laughs) I'd really love to know what you think. (laughs) Don't forget, you can contact me through Instagram at at Christine Figs or email me at readingwithchristinefigs at gmail.com. I love to talk about books all of the time. Just ask my best friends how often I force them to listen to me ramble even more than I make you all do. (laughs) Because so much of this book was about getting over heartache, I naturally found myself listening to those extra sad songs that you hear when your heart is broken. You know, the ones that you play on repeat because you swear that no one but this artist has ever understood how you feel at that moment. So because of that, I'd like to share with you five of my favorite, you've had your heart ripped out, so let's feel some shit through music songs. (laughs) I also say five of because it's ridiculous how many I actually have. All right. First up, The Other Side by Ruel. I think that's how you say it. The music is haunting, but listen to these lyrics. I don't want to know who we are without each other. It's just too hard. I don't want to leave here without you. I don't want to lose part of me. Will I recover? Is it fair or is it fate? No one knows. The stars choose their lovers. Save my soul. It hurts just the same, and I can't tear myself away. Did we ever see it coming? Will we ever let it go? We're buried in broken dreams. We're knee-deep without a plea. I don't want to know what it's like to live without you. Don't want to know the other side of a world without you. The, uh, I don't know what, or I don't want to know what it's like to live without you. Oh my God, that line breaks me every single time. (laughs) Next up is The One by Taylor Swift. The reason why this one breaks your heart is because we've all had people in our lives that we had hoped would be the one. Here are some of the lyrics I love. But we were something, don't you think so? Roaring twenties, tossing pennies in the pool. And if my wishes came true, it would have been you. In my defense, I have none for never leaving well enough alone. But it would have been fun if you would have been the one. I persist and resist the temptation to ask you. If one thing had been different, would everything be different today? 
Next is The Night We Met by Lord. I don't know if it's Uran or Huran. I probably should have looked that up, but if you've never heard of this song, I promise you'll love it. It's the song that I see people often sharing on social media, and whenever I do, I instantly think, oof, I've been there. (laughs) Here are some of the lyrics. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Haunted by the ghost of you. Oh, take me back to the night we met, when the night was full of terrors and your eyes were filled with tears, when you had not touched me yet. Oh, take me back to the night we met. I had all and then most of you, some and now none of you. Take me back to the night we met. Number four on this list is Always and Forever by Lily Kershaw. Just listen to these lyrics and you'll understand. You said you're going to love me full. And I said, how could that be when I've never been whole and I've never been free? Oh, we're alive, but we're still asleep. Won't you meet me in the dark? Won't you tell me what you see? Forget forever. Forever's too much. Answer me this. Could this be enough? Oh, we're in the in-between. You sleep like you're dead. Oh, when you dream, what's in your head? Every man I've ever loved has had bruises on his arms because I hold for too tight. Yeah, I hold for too long. Maybe I'll get better. Maybe you'll say so long, but it's always and forever. When she sings, every man I've ever loved has bruises on his arms because I hold for too tight. I hold for too long. Yeah. When I first heard that, I had to pause it and take a few deep breaths. Lastly, we have Breathe Again by Sarah Bareilles. This song, it helped me through every heartbreak of my 20s. It's brutal and beautiful and just holds your pain like nothing else. It goes like this. Car is parked, bags are packed, but what kind of heart doesn't look back at the comfortable glow from the porch, the one that I will still call yours? All those words came undone, and now I'm not the only one. Hang my head, break my heart, built from all that I've torn apart, and my burden to bear is a love that I can't carry anymore. All I have, all I need, He's the air I would kill to breathe. Holds my love in his hands. Still I'm searching for something. Out of breath, I am left hoping someday I'll breathe again. Yeah, that one still gets me. (laughs) So I've added these songs to my Reading with Christine Figs playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. So hopefully you'll check them out and fingers crossed you'll love them as much as I do. All right, that's all for now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that you stay tuned for the next one where I talk about my current read, Juliet Takes a Breath by Gabby Rivera. So until next time, I hope you read. And if you can't, because that's just how life goes sometimes, I hope you enjoy some art in whatever form you find it. Because when life gets difficult, it is art in all of its many forms that can hold us, heal us, and give us hope. I love you all. Happy reading.